Welcome back to Football Lenses. Welcome back, guys. What's up? I hope y'all are good. Yes, 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 we do. Um, I'm Baka. I'm AJ. As usual. And uh, no Ooh. guest this week, sorry. Yeah. But uh, one thing is for sure, though. The transfer window is closed. January transfer window. Um, some biggest transfers. Some... Honestly, you know what? Now nah, I'm going to be honest. The transfer window was kind of shit. There's nothing other than, like, Chelsea spending, like, $400 million. Nobody else really, like, went out there to do anything big. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people complaining that, like, the English clubs spent a lot of money. And, like, I guess they did in general, but realistically, it was Chelsea spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, no one else really spent that much money. And, like, I guess on the topic of Chelsea, like... A lot of the, uh, see, every article you click on is going to say something different. And that's the thing that kind of, like, bugs me. Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously a lot of these players, their contracts are, like, for eight years. So they slowly pay. Uh-huh. So, like, a lot of that, like, I'm assuming you don't get the financial fair play because of that. Like, it evens out. But also the money they make of other stuff, like, it makes it, it makes up. Like, they don't actually, like, they spend money, right? But it's, I guess, and they're, like. In the books, it don't seem it doesn't seem like that much. Yeah, yeah. But they did spend a stupid amount of money. Um, but that was really it. Like, top bullies already dropped seven hundred M's almost. It's ridiculous. Low key was able to do that though, because Abramovich made when he left, he made them debt free. Like, yeah. He was like, "Nah, y'all, y'all good." So that because low key, if he didn't do that, that wouldn't be the the uh, yeah that would situation be the case. right yeah, now. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Then y'all just would just be in the mud. I mean, you're already in the mud. 10th place in the league. Well, that's only because of, realistically, one, it was inevitable after the sanctions, right? You're going to have a whole switch, personnel, this and that. Uh, Tuchel, for one, didn't always get the players he wanted and also didn't sign players that we needed. And then getting a manager, like, Like, a new manager, like, not even, like, halfway through the season hurt Mm -hmm. them. And then, like, you didn't make any improvements to your squad recently, like, realistically. So this is going to happen either way. But I I would rather have this season that we're having right now and get all the players that we need, like, and actually, like, be like, oh, we need to, like, get new players and all that. Then be a mid-team, like, third or fourth place team for the next two, three years and then finally being like, oh, you know what? Maybe we should do something about that. I would rather have this happen now. Fair. So. I guess, it. I mean, at the same time, it makes sense because, like, I know they did find loopholes, but, like, there's no way they'll get some sort of punishment for spending almost $700 million in two transfer windows. I mean, realistically, maybe we will just because we're the only prime team to actually end up getting any kind of, like, what is it? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, every time I get in the pot, I just lose my train of thought. We <laughs> we are not in favor with the FA. Like they find any way to like low key like do stuff like that with us. Like per se, let's say Manchester United did the same shit, right? They're not getting in trouble at all. Liverpool does something like that, there's no way they're going to get in trouble. 
Like, Chelsea's always been hated for whatever your reason is. So, like... Fair, fair. There's always... There's an agenda. There is. And I feel like if you actually look into it, you'll... Because obviously most people are like, oh, you're a Chelsea fan, you're a fucking idiot. Like, ah, uh, like, make excuses. There's... Anthony Taylor, the refing, like, all that, like, it's... Agenda. Pundits, in general... They always have an agenda because they always are going to support the team that they support. The pundits are, like, always biased, so. That's tough. Can't relate. I mean, you your team has some big news. Yeah, we're in the Carabao Cup final. Um, First major final since 1999. Damn. Literally going to be the first final in my lifetime. The last time we won a cup final was 1965. Damn. I think. Fucking 40 years before I was born. What What was the final that they were in in 99? FA. FA Cup. And we lost to Manchester United. Me? Were you born then maybe? Did you check the date? I I didn't. I might have been born, but I might have been a few days old, actually. I wasn't born, because I'm like three months after that. So, damn. Revenge, possibly. Carabao Cup final. The Uniteds go toe-to-toe. I was born. I was seven days old. So, it was the 22nd? Yeah. Woo! Do the math and figure out his birthday. Wow. So the second major final, I guess, I, I don't know if the EFL Carbell Cup is considered a major final, but... Honestly, I... It's I, silverware. I, it's I, I feel like it's not major, but a lot of people downplay it nowadays simply because of the fact that City when your major. rival wins it, it's like, oh, he won the Mickey Mouse trophy, ha, ha, ha. Then you win it, oh, I won silverware, like, where you at, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's... I would love to win the Carabao Cup no matter what. Fair. It's a trophy. Yeah. You still have to play in the knockout, like, yeah. tournament. So well, You still have to get there and win it. You call it a Mickey Mouse trophy. All right, cool. It's just because you're not winning it or you haven't won it in forever. Because as soon as you win it, if you're a Spurs fan and you win it, you're going to cry. Yeah. Like That's how I feel about the championship. <laughs> <laughs> League winners, baby. It's gonna, on February the 26th. Of 2023, Newcastle will win their second trophy in the last 10 years. And I'm saying that with twist. Manchester United got nothing on us. The best defense in the league. Isaac and St. Maximin causing havoc. Bruno Guimaraes. I was scared. I thought he was suspended for the final. But he's not. He's suspended for the next three league games, which we play West Ham. I'm not scared of West Ham. Don't really care. I don't know, bro. Danny Ings. We play. He's injured. Really? Yeah. Oh, that was a waste of fucking money, huh? Um. Then we play like I don't even know who. Some mid-table team that we're gonna just smash, and then we play Liverpool. Those are the most dangerous, though. Yeah, but people have been saying that all year, and they haven't beat us. In general, though, they are the most dangerous teams. Oh, 
We're going to get revenge on Liverpool one weekend, and then we're going to get revenge on United the next. Do you think you have enough depth, depth to actually continue this way? Or do you think you're going to start getting worn out? Well, the thing is, like, we have one game that's not in the league for the rest of the season. Yeah. The rest of them are league games. But in general, I mean, do you think your team will start to crumble with one or two injuries? Oh, 100%. Okay. So? But at the same time, I thought that six months ago, and then St. Maximin got injured, Isaac got injured, Callum Wilson, Fair. Bruno got injured, Jolington missed a few games, all at the same time, and we're still in third place right now. And to all the motherfuckers that say, you're level on points, I don't care, bro. You look at the table, Newcastle is in third. Was that Jake or yeah, Andrew? it was Jake. Jake. <laughs> like, bro, what do, you, what do, you, do you not know how to do math, bro? Three is smaller than four, which means three is better than four. Simple as that. Quick months. Simple as that. But it's all right. These little delusional Manchester United fans, they really think they're going to beat us in this final. And it's hysterical. Honestly, like, I've always liked Newcastle growing up. But in, like, the last three, four years, I just like to see them lose. Because of you. Fair, dude. You're the only reason I have anything against this club. Because, honestly, I don't have anything about like, against them whatsoever. I used to... I used to enjoy them. I used to play them on career mode back then, like, a lot. Like, I thought they were, like, I liked their kits. I liked their players. I had nothing against them. Fair. And then a couple years down the road, here we are. Yeah. But in a cup final. It's fine. Everybody hates on us. Only recently. And they just yeah. say it because of the Saudi oil money. Saudi oil money. I'm just doing money. it because you don't shut the fuck up. And then the big six are mad because... We're richer than all of them combined. To be fair, though, you are going the smart way about it, though, with all your transfers yeah. and all that. I mean, we easily could have done what Chelsea did and just fucking 100%. bought three teams. But that would have just messed you up. Or we could have did what Manchester City does and buy a $100 million player every summer. But no. We're taking yeah. it slow. We're buying pieces that make sense and fit into the system. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, Speaking of transfers, though... Um, a lot of business done throughout the uh, the Prem. I feel like, I don't know if it's because I didn't pay that much attention to it. I feel like there wasn't a lot of like business being done outside of the Prem, like at least for like the other big European teams. Yeah. Well, they said that, the, I think it was the Prem spent more money than like the other four big leagues combined Yeah, in be, January. Because like, there wasn't like... Well, realistically, the Prem is the only league that doesn't lose money all the time. Honestly, it's becoming the Super League. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's the English Super League. Bournemouth almost had as much pull as AC Milan. They Financially, they had more pull than AC Milan. Like, that's crazy. The player just didn't want to go to Bournemouth. I mean... I mean, no, I'm not blaming him, but like... Yeah. Like... They outbid AC Milan and Spurs. Zaniolo, right? Yeah. Did they end up going to Milan or staying at Roma? He stayed. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I mean, Syria is on the up and up again, but not financially. Just in terms of like, in terms of competitiveness, yeah. they are. But in terms of finances, well, cause like they're fucked. Just like the every really week. took advantage of the whole like the rights of like with all like the networks and all. One hundred percent. They they took advantage like like crazy. Like I haven't watched Milan play like in the last like six seven games, and like they've lost all of them. But it's because, like, 
I technically don't have Paramount, mm-hmm. but I do. Because mm-hmm. Bailey lets me use his account. Yeah. So, like, I don't always go on there. Or when they play, like, I think it was, like, Copa Italia. It's on ESPN. And, like... Dude, that's the thing. Like, I hate that everything's on different streaming services. Because, yeah, like, I'll have to, like, go on the app and see what I have to watch it on. And, like, sometimes it'll just be on TV. And sometimes it'll be on Peacock. And sometimes ESPN. And sometimes Paramount. And I'm like, you know what FIFA bro, just put everything do? on one, dude. FIFA should have two apps. Right? Just do one for all league games. For any of the leagues. All league games that are under FIFA. Uh-huh. The rest, cup competition under the other FIFA app. Just to not have a mess all the time and just to clean it up a bit. Mm-hmm. League games on one, cup competitions in the other. But they could just they could just put it in one app and then just have like different tabs. Yeah. Like, like you open like, it and it's no, like, I know what you and there's like three sections and you like press yeah. this one, takes you to league games, you press this one, takes you to cup games, you press this one, international yeah. games. Yeah. I was thinking that, but I'm like, maybe with like the amount of games that are sometimes on in a day. It could be much. I don't know. It's true. That's true. It could fuck up the servers. Yeah. But I feel, I don't know if they would, they'd probably just end up using the same servers and then they would all get fucked up anyways. Maybe that's why they don't do it. Because like. That no, they be, don't do it because of money. Well, yeah, but they could, they could charge a lot of money for that. And people would pay a lot of money for it. That's very true. And I, they would, would have, they would have billions of subscribers. Okay, maybe not billions, but they'd have millions and millions, hundreds of millions of people paying them. I mean, considering that, I would probably end up, like, canceling half of the, like... Oh, I'd cancel pretty much everything I have right now. Yeah. I don't Well, I wouldn't, because I don't pay for any of it, but... <laughs> if I did pay for it, I would. You scumbag. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of subscription services, MLS Season Pass just launched yesterday. On Apple TV. On Apple TV. On Monsa TV. Um, Get it? Monsa, Monsa. A little callback to like our first early days. Uh, good times, good times. Anyways, um, it launched. Not much activity yet. I'm excited to see where it goes. What are you thinking so far? What they have? We're just honestly, I, I really haven't even like really looked at it yet. Oh, okay. I was just discovering it as you walked in earlier. To the facilities. I watched a recap, like an hour-long recap yesterday of last season. But I fell asleep halfway through because I was tired from uh, Fair. from coaching. That's right, Gaffer. I was supposed to play yesterday, but, like, my legs are so sore from the gym, bro. My calves especially. Which, like, it's super tight right now, and I feel like it, if I played yesterday, I probably would have torn something. Want to massage it? No, I'm good. Are you sure? I'm positive. I can go get some oils. No, it's okay. Okay. There's like a lump in my fucking calf. Bro. That might be cancer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a good time, dude. Uh, good time, good time. But yeah, um, we were thinking today about ranking the uh, the transfer window for each prem team. Yeah. Um, do you want to go alphabetically order or in order of the league table? I say we just do the league table again. It's easier yeah, that to way. be honest, because I don't feel like pulling up an alphabetical, political table thing. We're gonna do it uh, on a scale of one to ten. Ten, obviously, being the ten highest. being the best, one being the worst. There's just not been any prime games recently, to be honest. Like, 
last weekend. Not like this weekend I just finished, but last weekend. Yeah, but like still like it's been like it's been two. a week and a half, yeah. What's going on almost, here? Almost it'll almost be two weeks, yeah. It's because the FA Cup, bro. Sure they had to catch up from the World Cup, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's start with Arsenal. Now scale from one to ten. What do you think Arsenal deserves in terms of their transfer window this January? I don't want to make them too high. I want to give them an eight, but I'm gonna go with a seven. I think okay, seven point five. So, personally, um, I think the Trossard deal was a good like buy. Um, it definitely gives more of a attacking options up top. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, I wouldn't have even said before the transfer window they really need anything up top, but I think something like him that brings something a little bit different on that side of the pitch on the left, they could use that a lot for depth. Yeah. Um, especially going to the Europa League, you know, certain player can't play, you got your sword. Um The only reason I bumped it down from eight, though, low-key, I just, Jorginho, to me, didn't make that much sense. I feel like it was really a panic buy. Um, I don't think it's bad. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he has experience. He's won the Champions League. He could definitely play in the Europa League. He's won the Euros. I just don't think that he's really the type of midfielder that they would have needed right now. I still would have gotten with more of like a defensive, like a CDM type, like a backup to Porte and Shaka. Mm-hmm. I just... Yeah, Jorginho was just... It was weird to me. It was it was weird. Um, I know they also got a defender. I forget who, though. I don't know how to say his name, but... Is it the Polish dude? Yeah. Kewir? Something, something like that. Is he a right back? What is he? Center back. He's a center back? Yeah. Uh, for depth, fair. I, that's, I think 7.5 is fair for Arsenal. Pretty young still, too, the yeah. center back. I'm going to go with a 6. Um... I think that Trussard, like you, massive it's signing. I think it's a dub. Especially considering it was pretty cheap. $27 million. Yeah. Considering they were going to spend $80 million for Mudrik. Um, he's primarily proven. He's still, like, got a couple good years in him. And not only that, but I think he's going to push Martinelli to be better. Because, you know, competition breeds excellence. Um... Jorginho, I don't think was as bad of a signing as most people, only because, well, A, they got rid of Lakonga. He went out on loan. Yeah, but did he really even play? He was, he's been playing the last few games. Has he? Yeah. Okay. But he's literally a waste man. A waste of space. I've heard. I've heard things. Um, and Jorginho, his best days are behind him. 100%. But. He can still produce quality. Yeah. Like, he 100% He's still can. capable. Of it's producing just, moments of magic. Everything around him crumbled at the same time that he started to like lose it at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So like he looked probably a lot worse than what he probably really was. And the thing is, is like Arteta and Pep wanted him at City a couple years ago, just because he fits the system well. Mm-hmm. I can see. Yeah, I feel like to me, Jorginho is a Gundogan that's less physical but better technically. 
Fair. Yeah. He 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 has a little bit of class though. He's classy. He's a classy exactly. player. Yeah. And obviously Gundogan's been class under Pep. Oh yeah. That city for years. So. So you think Jorginho will actually? Uh, I, I think he'll be better than. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say he was. He'll be the player he was three years ago, but. Or like the same thing they won the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't think he'll be as bad as people say he is now. Uh, and then the young center back, whose name I can't pronounce. More depth in the back. More competition. Never bad. Um, that They have like five center backs. <laughs> now, it's fair, though. It's, I, mean, um, I feel like they probably should have brought in a right back. But Ben White's been playing well at right back, so. It's not broken. Don't fix it. That's why I thought he was a right back at first. So, I guess not. I don't know. Yeah, I'll give him a six. Six, okay. Seven point five and a six. It's close enough. It's not same opinions for the most part. Yeah. Um, city in second. What do you, you want to give him? A two. I, I'm not even gonna like go after you because I'm gonna say two, two. I was gonna give him a two. De La Chau Cancelo, who on his day. One of the best wingbacks in the world. At least in their system. Actually, hold on. In their system, he is the best wingback in the world. Because he doesn't play wingback. He's a false wingback. An inverted wingback. That's the word. He's an inverted wingback. And he does it better than anyone in the world. I don't think he can defend, though. No, me either. But that's the thing. In the position he plays at City... He doesn't need to defend. He doesn't defend. He just fucking goes up and crosses the ball, shoots on goal. Holland gets the rebound. But the only reason I gave it a two and not a zero is because, A, Pep is going out there and putting his dick on the table. He said, yes. I'm the captain, okay? You know you know, bigger than the club. Exactly. No one's bigger than the club. The club is bigger than any man. And I rate it. No, 100%. You got to do what you do. He literally had, I saw that he had an interview a while, like seasons ago, where he's like, he he said nobody's bigger than the club. Yeah. Like, you can't, when he, he was talking to, I think it was Thierry Henry, he's like, you win the league or you win a championship, you're probably not going to win it again with that same team. You got to mm-hmm. switch things up a little bit, whether it's a player or two, like in the position or just the way you play. Like He said that a few weeks ago as well, because they were like, why is Man City struggling? And he was like, what do you mean? We're not struggling. We're second in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Like he just set the standard so high. He was like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we changed the team because you're going to get complacent if you keep the same team. People are going to figure out real quick." Exactly, like, and he was like, "But we're still playing well. It's 100%. just that our standards are higher than what we're producing right well, now." I mean, low key, if you're looking at it tactically, I feel like Holland. I feel like was the 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 type of uh, they bought him specifically for the Champions League, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because the way they play in the Prem, they did not need him. No. Because now that they have him, they play differently up top because I think selling Sterling for them, I feel like they feel a little bit um, because they used to rely a lot more on the wingers too, going in and creating more chances than they do now because now it's just give the ball to Holland, give the ball to Holland. Yeah. And they're not used to that. So I feel like they kind of kicked themselves a little bit there with that. But regardless, you have Holland. Yeah. So... I I I seen something too, and I, I want to go back and watch the Arsenal All or Nothing. And the reason I want to go back is because it shows like a very good 
in-depth analysis of Arteta's philosophy. It does, yeah. And I've been seeing it a lot online, how, like, you can see what he started implementing two seasons ago and how last year it got a little bit better and how this year is the exact same thing that he's been saying over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But the players are finally, like, it's clicking now. And that's why the team is where they are. The thing that I like about him is that not necessarily the way he plays and how the way he implements everything, but he's very much the type of manager which most managers at big clubs should be. Um, if you don't want to be here, leave. Yeah. Like, if you're not going to fight and die for this club, leave. Yeah. And it's very Arsenal of them to always get, like, cheaper players. Like, Caicedo, oh. they were going to splash the cash. Like, they could probably get him cheaper in the summer or something. Yeah. Whatever it is, like, that's that. But, like, regardless, you're not you're not, like, bigger than, like, the club. Like, yeah. if you don't want to be here, like, fuck off. And Arteta loves Arsenal. He does, yeah. But uh, the reason that I brought that up is because he plays the same style as Pep. And because Pep's best wingers are now Mares and Jack Grealish and not Sané and Sterling, yeah. he he's feeling it because... That's, that's, not the that's, not the, that's not the player that he needs in those positions. Right, yeah. So his tactics have to adapt. Well, I mean, Mars is a really good backup. Grealish can be okay, but he's not no, any of the other they're, ones. They're class. Yeah. But they're not in the position that he needs them to be. Yeah. Or he, he, they don't do what he needs them to do in his tactical setup. I mean, if he stays, I would... Because obviously they're not going to get rid of Holland anytime soon. I would actually like to see him try to switch things up with the way he plays and have... A different set of players start coming in yeah. and switching it up and have a more of a something that would be more not convenient, but it it makes it easier for Holland to try to actually like be more in the play and score more. Yeah. Because like just with Dude, the ma- wingers. I mean he's relied so much on the wingers. Imagine how good Holland would be if City actually like implemented him yeah. properly. Yeah. Like, they literally just send the ball to him and let him score now. But I if they, mean, like, if yes they had no. a system built around him... that That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. That would be insane. That would be deadly. Um, because he's, he's done de- he's done quite well other than just scoring, like, yeah. getting someone involved. Like, yeah, he'll have games where he has two touches but two goals in a game. Yeah. But, like, there's times where he can, like, hold the ball pretty decently, too. I mean, the man has 25 goals and three assists this year. Right. Like, he's active everywhere. Uh, in the attacking third. Um, Not just in the box scoring. Newcastle. I'm going to give them a five. Nah, I'll give them... I'm going to give them a 4.5. We signed a backup right back, who's apparently really young and promising from West Ham. Mr. Ashby. Um... I've heard of him before. Not familiar with his game, but I've heard of him before. Um, we signed Anthony Gordon, or Anthony Gordon, forty million. In the summer, Chelsea were bidding sixty million for him. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, to be fair, like he did have a great season last season. This season's just been bad. And I'll be honest, like I don't really rate him. I like, I, I don't see it, but at the same time, I know what Eddie Howe does with wingers. I mean, he made Ryan Fredericks look, not Ryan Fredericks, 
Ryan Frazier looked world class a few seasons ago at Bournemouth. Him and Callum Wilson. He revolutionized half of the team at Newcastle right now. And at the end of the day, Anthony Gordon is still young. And obviously, clubs around the world wanted him for a reason. So with a proper manager like Eddie, and not them fucking bums that fucking Anthony Gordon had to deal with in the past, someone that actually is like a proper man-manager that properly like the best develops his players. Yeah, he gets the best out of them, yeah. I think that is a good signing, especially, I know $40 million is a lot, yeah. but in this transfer market, it's not that much. And again, he always was sold for $60 million in the summer. Um, we also offloaded Chris Wood, which is fantastic news. He is a bum. Man was making 100000 a week. Cleared him out of the books. Isn't he on loan? Yeah, but they have an option to buy. If they stay up, they buy him automatically, I think, is how it's set up. Which, I'm pretty sure they're going to stay up. You think so? Yeah. All right, I'll get there. I'll get there. Who else did they get? Newcastle, or is that it? That was our only other purchase, but then we also lost one more player. The great John Joe Shelby. Yeah. Seven years at the club. He was a buy, too, right? Hasn't played... Yeah, he was. Hasn't played much this season due to injury. Yeah, he's injury-prone, isn't he? On his day, one of the best passers of the ball I've ever watched. Literally could play any pass anywhere on the field at any time. At least at least with Newcastle, right? You're not talking about all time. No, I'm talking about literally. Like, he literally has the passing range of Voldemort, bro. No, he just looks like Voldemort. No, what the fucking no, no. passing range is fucking Voldemort? I don't know what kind of passing range Voldemort <laughs> has, bro. The man couldn't beat but, a high schooler. <laughs> but the man, the man literally could play any ball. He could score free kicks. He's more of a streets won't forget. I, he's more of a cult hero for Newcastle. He's not even a streets won't forget. He's a cult hero at Newcastle. I think that's it. Yeah, that's because you're not familiar with his game, bro. No, I know he's decent. As someone that's watched Newcastle and watched John Joe Shelby. Because I was going to talk about him decently when I talked about Nottingham. Well, if he when, if and when he finally becomes match fit and starts playing again. I know he's very good. Baller. But. And in the system that we're playing now, he would have been class. Well, here's the thing. Because I'm, I'm thinking. I'm just saying because like you said, I've ever seen, right? Like I'm not saying he's the best. No, I know you're not saying that. But, but I'm like, saying he, he was capable of playing some of the best, like he has one of the best passing ranges ever. I'm not saying just because just because he has the best passing range doesn't mean he's the best passer. No, no, I know. I'm just I'm just thinking of like when you said that, I just started thinking of players like Fabregas, Arteta, Carzola, and stuff like that. Yeah, but they're different. No, hundred percent. Because Fabregas isn't spraying fucking eighty yard pings. My man's a little tiki taka merchant, bro. He's a little in and out. Drop the shoulder, lay it off, run onto it, lay it off, run onto it, lay it off. John Joe could literally play an 80-ball diagonal. Snap of the fingers. Watch the highlights, bro. You got to watch the highlights. I know he's good, but I just feel like you're overhyping him way too much. I'm not, bro. Like, he's a decent player. Like, he's a good, decent player, but... Bro, again, you're unfamiliar with his game. (laughs) It's okay, it's okay. You can can just, just admit it, bro. You're unfamiliar. Anyway, I was going to give him a four, 
But you made a good point with the whole thing about how how Eddie Howe gets the the best out of his players. But um, I'm still keeping it at a four just because like I feel like he was not really necessary. You could have done better. Well, the thing is, like we don't really have like any attacking depth. That too, but like still, like Isaac. Well, I mean, Saint Maximin and Isaac are attacking depth, but only because we're playing Jolinton at left mid. Yeah. So now that since Bruno's suspended for the next three games and Jolington has to drop into the midfield, either St. Maximin or Gordon is starting. Mm-hmm. And the way that St. Maximin is always injured, Gordon's going to be playing a lot. Yeah. No, I feel that. I mean, I just feel like for depth, he was an expensive player for depth. Um, he is still young. Eddie Howe could get the most of him. But I'm going to just still keep it at a four. Could have been better low-key. I agree, I agree. Uh, Fourth place, Manchester United. I'm going to go with a... I'm going to go with like a four. Also. Okay. I feel like, realistically, the only big thing they did was Sabitzer, but he's on loan. Yeah. If they would have bought him, I would have given them like a six or seven. Hmm. And I don't think he's an option to buy. Uh, also, I don't know how I think he's going to do in the Prem, only because I know he could be very good on the ball, but under pressure, he loses the ball a lot and gives it away to the opposition. So I feel like coming from the Bundesliga, a league that's a bit slower than the Prem, you're going to be pressured a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how that works out for him at United, but I still think it was a decent deal. I just think, if anything... They should have at least gotten the option to buy. Yeah. Um, they didn't get anybody else, did they? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wickhurst. Yeah, we're good. God, I just <laughs> want to put it lower. Um, four. I, they got somebody, but, like, they got a Harry Potter character. Like, I don't... That view about Mark Goldbridge makes me die every time. Um, Kansas Court... He hasn't scored, but I've seen him play everywhere. Like, he goes and fights for the ball, fair enough. But considering that you guys need, like, somebody that could really play up top when it's not, like, Rashford, who's just in really good form right now, like, eventually he's probably going to dip a bit again. Yeah. Martial's not your guy, realistically. I think he's a decent backup striker. He's a good backup striker, but if you guys want somebody to, like, be like that striker, which I'm pretty sure United and United fans knew that Wargorst wasn't going to be that guy. Yeah, but yeah. still, I'm going to keep it out of four. I'm going to keep it out of four. I'm going to change my city ranking to one because I'm going to give Manchester United a two. And the only reason I feel I have to change city because they didn't sign anybody. No, yeah, they didn't. But they lost Jao Cancelo. So I'm going to change them to a one. And I'm going to give United a two for two reasons. Number one, and I was talking to Manny and Jake about it yesterday. Sabitzer on his day, he's class. But it hasn't been his day in two years. My man was not playing at Bayern Munich. He's not going to just pick up the great form that he had at Leipzig. He's not going to just like... Come in and revolutionize their midfield the I don't way think he is. the way Casamiro did. Right? No, like, oh, definitely not. And is he better than Ericsson? 
No. In some aspects, yes, and in some aspects, no. Physically, Physically, maybe, yeah. yes. Technically, no. No, of course not. So, losing Ericsson, gaining Sabitzer, I feel like then they negate each other. Yeah, but Ericsson only, like, he's, he's going to come back right before the season ends, right? Yeah. Well, that, that's why I'm saying, like, in terms of, yeah. in terms of like, a, a signing, Sabitzer, like, he doesn't really do much for the if team. If Ericsson wasn't injured... I feel like it would be better for you just because you would be a good rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's true. I, I did forget he was injured for a while. Um, Walt Wickhurst, fair. He's putting in the effort. Yeah. He's doing stuff that Ronaldo wasn't. But he's not going to score any goals, realistically. I mean, obviously, he'll score goals, but... Not what you need. Not game-changing. Yeah. On top of that... United play a game every four days for the next, like, three months. And they don't have enough depth. No. So, they just didn't do enough in January. In I mean, opinion. up top, I think they have more depth than they think. Well, I was just about to say, that brings me to my next point. A massive addition to the team isn't really an addition. More so a return... Mason Greenwood? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jaden Sancho. <laughs> He's back finally. Oh, uh, bro. He's got to get fit again. But, I mean, just take Anthony out. Put his ass on the bench, bro. I think people are being a little harsh to Anthony. I've seen him. Yes. Yes. Man's a $100 million fidget spinner, bro. Well, for one, the whole spinning thing. I feel like people are just finding an excuse to, like, do whatever, like... Actually, I think it was Mark Goldberg's. You know, you know he did one the other day in the game, right? Against fucking Forrest. When they won? Yeah. Were they winning already? I think it was 1-0, but, like... There's literally no reason. Like, he literally killed the attack because he did the spin, bro. <laughs> Alright, like, maybe in that situation, yeah, but, like... At least he's making football, like, entertaining No, I, I enjoy it. But he's just not that good. It was Mark Goldberg, though. He was saying, like, people are taking the piss about, you know, oh, fucking, he's a fidget spinner, this and that, he's shit, this and that, when he already has more goal contributions and less than half of the games that, like, someone that Jack Grealish has since they joined City. Well, yeah, but everyone says Jack Grealish is shit, too. No, I know, but, like... So that's not really doing much. No. That's not a good point for Mark Goldbridge because everyone knows Jack Grealish was not worth $100 million. I think he was just saying it from more of the English perspective because, like... Oh, I think he's just saying it because he's a Manchester United fan. No, but I do agree, though, with what he's saying. Like, I would give him time. Realistically, Anthony's not worth what they paid for. Oh, no, 100%. The price tag ruins a player a lot, to be honest. And so because of that, he's going to get undeserved hate. Yeah. Simple as that. I no, know. I know that 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 was always gonna happen, but, but I feel like some of the I I think the whole spitting thing like obviously if he's doing any killing an attack then fair, but like if San he's Luis just doing it, huh? San Luis are playing. Oh, it's nine o'clock already. Yeah. Dale, 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 me San Luis. Yes, sir. We're making a league this year. How the hell was I? Something about Anthony not being a fidget spinner. Oh no! I mean, he is a fidget spinner, but <laughs> I don't know. I just... Oh my gosh, Puebla scored. Dude, the game just started. There's no way. Forty three seconds in, in this. No, I'm just no. kidding. Dude, I literally exited out of this because fuck you. 
Ah, on live with us. Anyways, Manchester United, I give them a fucking two. You gave them a four. Who's fifth? Spurs. You know what? I'm going to give Spurs a seven. Highest ranking so far. They brought in Danjuma, the little snake. He scored on his debut. They bring in Pedro Poro. But more importantly, they send Jed Spence out on loan because he's not playing. And he needs to develop as he's still young. You should have sent him out to a team in the Prem. I think sending him to France was just another mistake. Well, I mean, as long as he's playing, I don't yeah, think it really true, matters. True, And then on top of that, they released Dorothy. To go to Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Um, so I think overall it was just a good window from Spurs. I think they needed to do more. I think they needed more midfielder depth. Gil went on but, loan. Oh, yeah, he also left to Sevilla or somewhere in La Liga. But he's not he's not built for the Prem, bro. He's too small. He just started doing decent again, though. Yeah, but he's, he's a La Liga type of player, not but a Prem. Even with all the player. players that they released because they signed one player, really, like got rid of like four. Yeah. I, I, I see. Pedro Porro is exactly what they need. He is, but I feel like they could have, like, still, like... I mean, they could have did more. With Spence. Like, they had a player that was similar. Yeah, but Poro's, like, already a couple steps ahead of him. Yeah, but... And at this point, like, who knows Who knows about Conte? They didn't really also uh, replace any of the players they got rid of. Like, they don't got depth. Actually, and I don't mean to cut you off, speaking of Conte, I wish him all the best. Goldbladder, right? Yeah. I hope he recovers. Hope to see him on the touchline again soon. Hopefully, he they play Liverpool again soon, and there can be. A, oh no, that was that was Tuchel, wasn't it? Tuchel and Conte oh, earlier fought? this season. Yeah, damn, R.I.P. We never got to see the rematch. I still think it was a little bit of um, unfair to Tuchel, but oh well. Um, but anyways, Spurs. What's your rating? This is going to seem very, like, I'm, I've am i literally given, like, the last three teams the same rating with a four. But I'm going to give them a 4.5 only because I think the poor deal was fair enough. It is something that you need. Um, They just didn't sign anybody else for depth, like, with what they got, like, yeah. rid of a bunch of players. Up top has not been. I'm going to give them a 3.5. 3.5. Because... You've been shit up top. Son has lost it. Yeah, but they brought in Danjuma and he scored on his debut. When did they play? Last week. He scored and he hit that little Cobra celebration because he snaked Everton. My mind has been somewhere else. Okay, it? I'll give him back the four. Who did they play again? I forgot they signed him. He's a decent player. He's from Villarreal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I forgot that man used to play for Bournemouth before he went to Villarreal. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Completely forgot about that. Um, Yeah, I forgot about that. I'll just keep it at a four just because I still feel like they could have done more, but I know they're not the type of club to waste money. Um, But at least in sixth place with Brian, I will give them a seven. I mean, they kept Caicedo. That's that's a dub. Yeah, but at what cost? <laughs> if he doesn't want to be there, what's the point of keeping him? 
Yeah. Because now they kind of fuck themselves. Because now everybody, A, knows that he wants to leave. B, his contract expires in a in a year come this summer. So he's not going to go for as much money as people were willing to offer in January. Fair, fair. But, uh... They once again signed two random motherfuckers. I think that Yowie was a smart buy. That they always fucking buy, dude. For some reason, they always just say, fuck it. Yeah. Um. Who was the other one? Some guy named Jamie Mullins. Oh, no, did he go out on loan? Am I tweaking? No, they signed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but he's in the academy. Mm. So they signed one player. But they're in great form right now. Yeah, honestly, they just got a little they're bit all, of death right now. They're all young. Yeah. They're chilling, they're chilling. I said, what, seven, right? Yeah, I'm going to give them a five. They didn't do anything good, they didn't do anything bad. I think keeping their players for the most part was a doing I mean, good. I and think, they signed a, a fairly talented youngster, so. I guess, I guess. And if anything, he's going to get experience now for what if, like. In a few years, he's going to be worth $800 million. <laughs> Just like all the other. Because McAllister and Caicedo ain't lasting. Um, Fulham, number six. I'm going to give them a. Five point five, yeah, six. Brought in Daniel James, which I'm tweeting. They brought Daniel James in earlier this season. They brought in Sasa Lukic, center midfielder from Torino, and they brought in Cedric Suarez on loan from Arsenal. That yeah, that was probably the yeah um decent. And Babu, he has. Not been that that good this year, but I don't think Cedric Suarez is much of an upgrade. Nah, he hasn't. Was the last time boy played? I don't even know. Yeah. I think he played in the Europa League, but um, and then the other guy from Torino, never heard of him. Not gonna lie. What was his name? Might be lack of ball knowledge. Sasa Lukic. Play center mid. He's twenty six years of age. They paid. Just under ten million for him. Christian Sakalara? No. Nah, literally, dude. Sasa, S A S A, Lukic, L U K I C. Plays center mid slash cam from Serbia. My apologies, my app is. Oh, I found him. I thought his last name was like Sasa Lukic. His first name is literally Sasa. Yeah. Jesus. From Torino. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it could help them a bit with that. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know the guy, but I'm, been I'm unfamiliar with years. his ball, to be fair. So, so yeah. So I'm going five point five. I'll probably just give him a five. They kind of probably done better. Brentford, number eight. They fucking signed one player. Yeah, but low key, they probably needed it. Did they though? Alone for a young midfielder, attacking like a winger slash midfielder. Yeah. Realistically, they needed a striker. Is what they needed. 
Yeah, but and I they feel didn't like bring one in. I feel like somebody that can try to be a playmaker too could really help them out in that aspect. Yeah, until Ivan Tony gets fucking suspended in for the whole fucking <laughs> decade, and then they're fucked. I haven't heard anything yet, so yeah, me, me either. But I feel like if they would have said something already, it would have been before the transfer window. I feel like they wouldn't have tried to like screw them over that much. But nah, I don't sense, think they give a fuck. They bro. probably don't know, but yeah, I'm gonna give them a three. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking three. Yeah, Liverpool's getting a one. Wait, the gap code? It was it was already January, right? Yeah, they bought him in January. Well, they technically bought him in December, but right. it was January. That was it. That was their only business. Um, I'll give him a. Th- I'm gonna give him a four. I think Gabco was good. I know it's not Bellingham or anything, but like with what they have, I think he he hasn't really done anything yet. But I mean, I'll get, I'd give him time. I'll give them a three. They're just adding more attacking depth, which, I mean, yeah, they need it, but they also need midfielders. Yeah, they need more solid they midfielders. Need, they need a right back that can defend since they're not playing Trent anymore. That as well. They need center backs now because Konate's injured for a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, that's bad. Which I guess they didn't know three days ago when the transfer window ended, but hindsight 2020, dude. No Van Dyke, no Konate for a few weeks. It's only going to get worse for them right now. Yeah. Um, Newcastle got a got a tackle out when they play them later. Yeah, this month we have no Bruno, so we'll see. Three, four, yeah. I mean, I completely agree. Um, I think Yabko was a decent signing. I mean, yeah, he's but, good. But, but he's honestly, he was player. more of a signing just to get so nobody else got him. In my opinion, I mean, like they do need him right now because like Diaz is injured, Salah's out of form, Darwin Nunes isn't doing anything, Jota's injured. But, like, when Jota comes back... It should have been a low When Diaz comes back, like... Are you really going to start Gakpo over them? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, he has a bright future. He does, but... Why am I sounding so much? I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see. All right. Number 10. Maybe over Chelsea. Um, giving him a one. Just because I feel like they wouldn't have spent money that they didn't need to spend. And they kind of fucking, like... Inflated the system. I think that, like, overall, that most of them were good signings. But it's just the fact that how much they paid. Yeah, oh, 100%. I, I just can't just any team. I can't justify any team spending 300 and fucking million in January. That's crazy, bro. See, I'm stuck in the middle for one. Okay, well. But, like, the thing is, like I said, like... You need an extra cent- another center back because fucking Fofana, who knows if that man's ever even going to fucking play again this, at right. this rate. Right. Chaloba's trash. He's not trash. Thiago Silva, class. Oh, But he needs class. someone next to him. Koulibaly, one game he's good, one day he's sometimes shit. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> um, in midfield, they lost Jorginho. They haven't had Conte this season. Fucking Mason Mount. Who the fuck knows where that man's at? Because his head's gone right now. Exactly. His head's gone. Uh, they almost lost Gallagher, but they kept him. So Enzo, good signing, worth one hundred and five million, one hundred twenty million, whatever they paid. Fuck no. Mudrik, impressive in his debut. Haven't seen much of him. 
so I can't really speak too much. But I can say he's not worth that much. In two years, he scored like fucking seven goals in Ukraine. And I know he's young and developing, but like eighty million for fucking that many goals in Ukraine, bro, crazy. Jao Felix, good business, but he's suspended for three games, so L. But again, in terms of players, I'd give him like a eight or nine. In terms of transfer value and fucking the market, I give him a one. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I that, that that's exactly what I'm stuck in the middle because everything you just said, I agree. Because some of the players that we got, I mean, not even mentioning the right back we got. I'm pretty sure on loan from oh, Lyon. Yeah. No, no, no. You bought him, but you loaned him back to Lyon. For fuck's sake, we need him now. Yeah. Um, Madueke. Oh, I forgot about him. I think he could be really good. Yeah. Obviously, we got a lot of these players because our entire first team is injured, except for like two or three players. Yeah. Um. I know. Obviously, they're buying these players for the future. I think we should have. See, like, I'm pretty sure Pulisic, and obviously everything that happened with ZH and PSG that collapsed. They're going to be allowed to leave mm-hmm. for the players that we got. Yeah. If they would have left, I probably would have given them a higher rating. I still think everybody that we got was good. It's just a matter of how much we paid and overpaid for a lot of these players. Yeah. I can see why all rival fans are pissed off at us. I get it. I wouldn't have wanted to pay in general for any of these players. Um. Maybe are some of... Cause I don't even know, because I want to say, oh, maybe Enzo's worth it, but man's been in Europe for six months. Like, yeah, he had a good World Cup, cool. Hamas had a good World Cup. Like... A lot of players do. Um, The center back position, yeah, like, I get it. Like, we need more people. Chalaba is... I think he's just good as a backup. Koulibaly's super consistent. Diego Silva, he's, he's old. So, like... yeah. He can't play week in, week out as much. I do think that uh, Badia Shield mm-hmm. is decent, though. No, he is good. I, I like him. That's what I'm saying. Like, the actual players in terms of quality, fantastic. But in terms of price paid, just not worth it. Yeah. Badia Shield, I would say, f- fair enough. $40 million yes, for yeah. eight years. Yeah. Fair enough. 22 or 23, however old he is. Like, that's a, that's good business. But 80 million for Mudrick, 120 million for fucking Enzo. It's not, it's not good business. So, based off everything that we just talked about, I'm gonna give him a seven because I think all those transfers for the most part were good. Mm-hmm. We, just, we just overpaid quite a bit. Fair. It's like, oh, this, this really nice burger right here is going to be 8 bucks. All right, cool. I'll give you 20 bucks for it. Like, the fuck? No. Yeah, like, why keep the you... change. Keep the change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Oh, my, my father didn't know you were that rich. But at least. Tell this mean, guy, we do know he's that rich. Oh, yeah. 100%. Filthy rich. Disgustingly rich. I mean, he's so rich, he's probably going to come out on the list for Epstein's Island. He probably will. Yeah. Um, uh, did we mention this last time that some of the money is also going to go for the war in Ukraine for Mudrik? Yeah. Yeah, we're playing on both sides. In 11th. Villa. What we thinking? I'm going to give them a five. They're another one. They didn't really do anything. 
bad, but they didn't do anything good. Brought in a left back and Alex Moreno. Fair enough. And and they brought in Wonder Boy John Theron. I gotta get the kit, bro. I would if there was still Kappa. Castor, I fucked their kids. Like it's literally the exact same thing. Yeah. But the fact that it's not Cap anymore, it ruined it for me. I'm just gonna buy. I'm never gonna wear it. If anything, oh, down down the years, down the line, if Nike comes out with like sick Chelsea, like not Chelsea, just like keeper kits, I'll get a Gaga one maybe. True, true. If he's even at Chelsea in a few years, no, I think he will be. He's already playing for their U twenty. Well, can't say already fucking twenty years old now, but nineteen years old, but yeah. playing for the U twenty one. So, and then, I mean, does. No, I was going to say, does Gaga count as January or summer? But He was definitely in the summer. Yeah. Um. I mean, Kepa gets injured, Gaga's getting thrown in. He literally has to, bro. Yeah, like, there's no there's no one else, so. Is Mendy injured, or is, like, is he's he just injured. dead? He's injured. Okay. No, I think he's still alive. Hopefully. Well, what do you mean by dead? Like, dead, dead, or just the injuries that serious, like, for the year? No, I mean, like, is he injured, or is he just not playing because he's shit now? Oh no, he was he got injured right before the World Cup or after the World Cup or whatever. He's he's he got injured. Yeah, yeah. He got injured. Um, Fair. Number twelve, Crystal Palace. Oh, I didn't even say. I'm gonna. Oh I'm my gonna go, fault. I'm gonna go. The only striker they got was Duran, right? Yeah. I'm gonna go with they, a five. That's all they need, it's, it's still a risk. It's still a risk. Like regardless. No, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's not like they did anything well, but they didn't do anything bad. Yeah, yeah. Palace, 4.5. I feel like they need either... They need to find, like, a new staple in their midfield to basically be the role that Gallagher was. Like, take more of, like... I think they took a risk with the players they had, but I think they just needed, like... I I don't know what it is. Like, they're doing worse than they should be right now. I saw that they did sign a center mid, but I'm unfamiliar with his game, so... I kind I. Fair enough. I don't what know. What was his name? Fuck, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it, bro. I'm not even going to try. His last name is Amada. Ahamada. Some shit like that. He's a little French, 20 years old. Nairu Nairu Ahamada. Some shit like that. Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with his game. And um, they brought in Lakonga. Right, who, yeah. Like I said, liability, waste of space. Yeah, see, that's why it's like. I know a couple players. I didn't like even him. think he's good enough for depth. I know a couple players like Lakonga that play on fucking indoor teams around us. <laughs> fucking goddamn. <laughs> um, Overall, I'm going to give him a, I agree, 4.5, 4, yeah. 4.5, somewhere around there. Nottingham Forest. Here's where I might shock some people because originally we had said that they shouldn't sign anybody. I'm giving him a fucking 8. Just like... Disregard anything that's happened this summer, right? And just look at this transfer window alone. Did they sign 20 players in the summer and then they just signed one, two, three, four, five, six more players? They've, they've signed 30 fucking players this season. On Kaylor Navas alone. <laughs> that would give them like. No pun intended. Alone on loan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you bastard. That was a good one. <laughs> That that's like a, a six or seven right away, right out the gate. And then you add John Joe Shelby, who world as class ball sprayer. He's not a fucking world class player, dude. I didn't say player. I said ball sprayer. 
Well, regardless, my point was that he, when fit, would be a really good addition, helping them stay up if everything goes to plan because I don't think how he would be better for them realistically. They got Felipe from Madrid. They got... Atletico Madrid, by the way. Yeah, right, 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 right. They got Chris Wood, who... He's a relegation zone merchant. But I, don't, I still don't even think that's that bad of, like, a deal. You just get him on loan. Yeah. He scores maybe a couple goals. If it's going to be better him, than, like... If they keep him, he's only $15 million. We paid $30 million for him, so... Yeah. Not too bad. They signed a young, promising defensive midfielder from Brazil. And today... Technically not part of the January transfer window, but we're going to count it. They signed Andre Ayew, the captain of Ghana. From Palace? On a free. He was at Palace, no? No, he was in... Or not the wrong... No, it's Jordan. He was... He was bought out of his contract at El Saad in Saudi Arabia. No, in Qatar. Mm. Got bought out. Yesterday, like literally yesterday or two days ago, flew to Forest signed. Yeah, no, I mean, no, they they actually fantastic business. I, I yeah, just like you said, Keller. Their goalkeeping room is Keller Navas and Dean Henderson. They were in the championship less than a year ago. You have people <laughs> who won La Liga with Felipe and Lodi. And now you have Nottingham Forest with I think even them and Taylor Navas. That's crazy, dude. I'd agree, dude. One of the best windows in England. One of the best in the world, honestly. To be honest, just considering, considering not what only, they are. Not only who they signed, but how little they spent as well. Yeah, 100%. Like they spent less than $50 million. Yeah. And considering, like, just like... And like obviously they're battling relegation. Yeah. These players are like, uh, like, Kaylor Navas hasn't got a game in a fucking ages, but like he's still Kaylor fucking Navas. A hundred percent, three times Champions League winner, Kaylor Navas. Like, I get him at Chelsea. I'm like, all right, cool. Start him, start him against Fulham tomorrow at the time of recording. Um, nah, dude, I don't know what kind of pool they have or what they have, but like that was, I give him an eight out of ten. I agree. Um, Leicester. Leicester. I'm going to give him a 6.5. Brought in some defensive depth and brought in another attacking player. And they brought in a left back. Um, Their left back. Who's their left back? Justin Jefferson? Or does he play on the right? Does he even play anymore? I don't even know, dude. Couldn't name their left back, to be honest. But they brought in depth at left back. They brought in Harry Sutar. Who yeah. was highly touted and highly sought after by some. They just love having box set defenders. And then um Tete from Shakhtar. Yeah. To help the attack. Uh, they were gonna leave or Iosi Perez was gonna leave, but I guess he stayed. I don't know. Wait, he didn't leave? I don't know. Because when he left. I didn't see him as an outgoing transfer. I still think they should they need to get like if I mean, regardless if he stayed or not. They oh need... wait, I lied. He did leave. Oh, okay. That actually, they actually lost quite a few players. Mark Albrighton went to fucking West Brom. Really? And uh, Perez went to Real Betis. Hmm. Did you see that fucking Bellerin left Barca for Sporting? Yeah. That did not. I I, I just randomly saw it the other day. It's because like, Barca was trying to bring in the young Mexican. From La Liga, it? and it didn't go through. You know what? I actually saw something 
where it's fucked up because they were interested in him for a bit already, right? Yeah. And then, obviously, like, where I'm going to go with this is, you know, it's me just talking shit. But, like, MLS has no problem doing it with any player, right? That comes to the academy, American, whatever. But as soon as it's a Mexican-American, oh, we forgot. We had a problem. So it's a bit fishy in it. I think the problem was on Barca's side, though. No, MLS is the, like, the Galaxy is the one that, like, didn't, like, do it on time. Oh, really? Tough. And I feel like there there is, like, don't, like, I mean, like there is internal, like, bitterness between, obviously, like, the Mexican-Americans and, like, MLS, Liga Mekis, all that. Yeah. I understand that. But, like, for a young player, like, for one, I don't think Barca would have been the best move for him to begin with. He wasn't even going to the A team, bro. He was going to the B team, by the way. Oh, I know. But, like, I don't think that would have been, like, the best right away. But at the same time, if you go and then maybe start getting minutes because they don't really have a right back right now, and you go on loan, you're still going to be in Europe. So, like, I'm I'm upset with MLS about that. Low-key. Because, like, there is an internal, like, bitterness between not just MLS to Liga Mekis, obviously, like, Mexicans with the MLS, too. Like, it's both ways. I just think it's a little fishy. I saw a lot of people getting upset. Fair enough. Even, like, MLS people who were, like, why do they fuck over the Mexican? Fair enough. Like, they weren't even, like, Mexican, so. I haven't been on Twitter that much because I got banned, so. Oh, yeah. Also, if you look at our Twitter and our tweets and replies recently and it's a bit confusing on what we're doing, it's because this man (laughs) got kicked out of. No, I didn't get kicked out, bro. I literally got banned from Twitter. But you could easily get it back. No, I can't. They sent us a, a picture of my license and my full name, and I did. And it, it's been fucking five days, and I'm still locked, bro. Still kicked. Well, still, I can't. They said, like, if you send a new request, we're ignoring it. Well, basically, he's been using the football lenses account as his personal. I haven't really been tweeting, though. I've just been liking stuff. That, and you've been uh, replying? I've been, I've been pushing the Kieran Trippier agenda. That's right back in the wheel. So basically, I just told this man to keep it neutral when it comes to Chelsea Newcastle just because I never talk shit about like Newcastle because obviously it's a joint account. But no, first thing this man decides to do is just talk whatever shit he wants against Chelsea. Like, never talk shit, bro. Yes, yes, you did. Show me the proof. Oh my fucking god, you fucking... Ooh, I was gonna... I'll pull up the fucking tweet right now. All I had said was Chelsea fans are little babies. That has nothing to do with the club. That has something to do with the fans. No, hold on. And then I said, Unless you took it down. Oh, Chelsea fans playing the very card, blah, 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 punishment, blah, blah, blah. Ah, ha, ha. Still not finishing the European spot either. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. None of that is talking shit, bro. It's all just facts. How is that not talking? You know what? How is it talking shit, bro? I said you're not finishing in Europe because you're f- you're not finishing in Europe. And then, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I said, ha, ha, ha. That's, That's not talking shit. I'm just laughing at the club. The same way you laughed at Newcastle when we went down. The same way you laugh at me when I say Newcastle's going to fucking dominate Manchester United later this month in the Carbell Cup final. But this, it's, it's a business account. It's not a business account. Yes, it is. No, 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 no. It's business. This sport is for the people. This account is for the people. And you're not doing any people any favors here. I am. No, no, no. All the people that hate Chelsea fans, they're going to click on these tweets and they're going to like them. 
Okay, so then... They haven't yet, but they will one day. What about me, then? You just gotta deal with it, bro. If people talk shit about Newcastle, I'm used to it. I don't think anybody ever shit, really bro. actually talked shit about Newcastle unless they were Sunderland fans. Because they were just there. Still? They're nobody's business. Still, if people talk shit about Newcastle. I got dogged down for years. I learned how to take it, bro. Anyway, people, for like that like three-minute conversation, all I'm saying was there has to be a respect between those two, especially when you're tweeting an account used by two people. No, I don't, I don't respect Chelsea, so. And honestly, AJ's hate for Chelsea is a newfound hate. Yeah, dude, I do have a hate for Chelsea. It yeah, actually, it just started it honestly, recently. It honestly stemmed like when I went to the stadium. I don't know what it was. That's I just, the it just, dumbest fucking it just, thing I've ever heard. It just clicked, bro. I was like, you know what? I hate this club, bro. And the thing is, is like three years ago, I liked the club. Not like I was a fan and like I was like, oh, I like Chelsea. But it's, it's like, like oh, I just so didn't cool. care. Like, yeah. But now I just despise them. For no reason. Yeah, literally, there's no reason. I just don't like them. See, and the thing is, he's always been a troll. So, like, usually when he starts talking, like, on Snapchat or whatever in our group chats, I usually ignore him half the time because I could care less because I know yeah. whatever he's saying is not factual. But, like, but now I genuinely he has like a him. newfound hate for Chelsea. For, and, like, the thing is, I don't hate Newcastle. I just want to see them do bad because I need, I need this man to shut up. That's never going to happen again, bro. We're here. We could get relegated next year, and I won't shut up. I'll talk about how we're gonna break every record in the tra- in the championships. We're gonna win the league again. We're gonna spend more money than the league is worth. I Leeds United. <laughs> oh, 10. No, I'm joking. They did bring in Weston McKinney, which is a dub. Um, you brought in the striker too, but I don't know who it is. They bought in. Oh, yeah, Reuter. Right, right, right. From, from Hoffenheim. Oh, yeah. Young. Promising. The fans were going crazy when they signed him. Apparently, he actually is pretty good. Is he? I'm not too familiar with his game. And he also was their highest record transfer ever. Hmm. By the way. $30 million. Well, $29 million U.S. They also brought in two center backs, which they need desperately. Yep. Um. However, they did loan out a couple players. They lost Matus Klik, who's been at the club for as long as I can remember. Overall, I give him a six point five. Yeah, I give him a seven because I feel like the. The midfield is obviously going to be solid for the rest of the season, at least. And the defense improved massively. In my a lot opinion. of depth. Yeah. I think their main problem, though, was the striker situation. I agree. So, but we'll, And we'll see how Ruter does. Yeah. West Ham. West Ham. West Ham. I'm going to give him a f- five. No. Four, only because I think Danny Ings was... Uh, not a bad signing, but I think their main problem is finding somebody creative in the midfield. I'm going to go with oh, a six. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to be a troll and say only because they sold Ashby to Newcastle. But no, 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 no. They actually two. No, 1.5. 
Really? Danny Ings ain't it, bro. I, he's not going to be like he's too your old. top scorer, but he's going to still he's get you goal. Honestly, I feel like he's he's just going to have like he's, he's going to help you stay up. He's the third best striker on the team. Has Kamaka really done anything this season? I know he scored goals, but I mean he's scored more goals than Danny Ings this year. Yeah, I don't know. I he's younger, he's more physical, and I know Danny Ings has done it for years, but he's also injured until mid February. Which yeah. I guess is right around the corner, but yeah, the older you are, the harder it is to recover, and the more likely it is you reoccur, the injury reoccurs. And for that reason, I'm gonna give them a one point five. Fair, fair. Wolves. Wolves. Honestly, uh, I think people are gonna be a little surprised by my rating on this one. I'm gonna give you an eight. I think your business has been pretty decent. You brought in Cunha. You brought in. Mario Lamina, Pablo Sarabia, Sarabia, Craig Dawson, Daniel Bentley, Joao Gomez. And I feel like a lot of these... And Bubakar Traore. Players. They're going to help you stay up regardless. Um, I don't know if some of these are actually just loans or not, but... No, they're all buys. They're all buys. Yeah. Then I think you guys are good business. They're going to help you a lot for next season and give you a new foundation for your team because... Obviously, they haven't been doing well, and they haven't really done a lot of business recently. We're like, they need it. So A lot of midfield depth. Cunha, who's obviously been at the team for a few weeks now, or a few months now, because they, they signed him in the summer, right? Or am I tweaking? Oh, dude, they just got on. I'm pretty sure. Mateus Cunha. Because they had him on loan, and then they bought him. No. Did they really acquire him on loan in December and then just say, fuck it, we're going to buy him a week later? No, yeah. What the fuck? On loan from December 2022. And then they got bought. bought. All right, well. Fair enough. That's weird, but (laughs) I guess. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean. I'm I'm just surprised there was no Portuguese. They're all Brazilian now. Which, I mean, I guess close enough, right? Um. Yeah, I... I'll give him a 7.5. 7.5. Yeah. Similar, similar. And now we are into the relegations only, ladies and gentlemen. AFC Bournemouth. Bournemouth. They did a lot of business, didn't Born they? Bournemouth. They did. They brought in center backs, strikers, goalkeepers, wingers. What would you give them? Mm, I'm going to give him a 6.5. Because honestly, actually they did bring in some promising players. Traore from Sassuoli and Autoaro from Loriente. Yeah. Loriente, whatever. I just don't think that these are going to be enough to save them. I don't think they're quality enough for the Prem, but they are good signings. So in terms of signings kind of like Chelsea I'd rate it pretty highly give them like a 7 but in terms of like actual transfer activity transfer window I'm gonna give them a 4 because they're going down yeah I just think with the competition and some of the players that these other teams bought uh, and I know they don't have like that much money in that but they do though that's the thing now they they have billionaire American owners yeah but they're not gonna spend it 
They tried. To be fair, they did try. They did it's try. just people don't want to go to Bournemouth in battle relegation. Yeah. Eh, what do I want to give them? I wanted to give them a three, but I'll give them a five. But they all seem useless because they're probably going to leave in the summer because they're not going to want to play in the championship. Mm-hmm. Everton? Hmm. I'm going to give them a zero. You gotta give them an extra. They literally number. brought I, nobody. I know, but they brought nobody in and they lost players. <laughs> hey, you know what? No, you know what? I'm gonna give them a five. You know, you're right because they brought in Sean, Sean Dice. Exactly. You're right. You're That's right. all they're gonna because they don't have a bad team. They <laughs> technically don't have a bad. I mean, okay, they don't well, have a good team. Either. Okay, fair. But I'm like, honest. I'm not saying it's like they're not horrendous. Like, they have a lot to work with. I mean, they lost their best players. I think Sean Dice will make it happen for them, maybe. I still hope they go down. Fuck those little fucking scumbags. Was it because they beat Newcastle one day, like, six years ago? No, I just I just think it's funny because they were bantering us for almost going down last year. And now look <laughs> at us. And now look at them. The little pricks. God, you're so salty. Deli Ali. And that one fuck from Manchester United who's, like, Dead on the bench and buried in his own tears, bro. What's his name? Enderby. That motherfucker. I don't want to go to Newcastle because they're battling relegation, so I'm going to go to Everton instead. They nearly got themselves relegated, those little fucks. And you know what? I'm happy that they sacked Frank Lampard, the little scum. He's he's trash, bro. He's trash. Living in the shadows of his playing days. He needs to just go back to the Champions He should have never left Derby. Honestly, not even a top five English midfielder of all time. Okay, now you're just being stupid. In front of him, we have David Beckham. We have Steven Jad. We have Paul Scholes. And we have John Joe Shelby. <laughs> I'm joking. That's I'm joking. how you know he's fucking stupid. Joking, you joking. know, David Beckham, though, a lot of people started to, um, a bit after he retired, to uh, overrate him because of just how much of a fashion icon he was. So as as people started to overrate him, people started to underrate him, if that makes sense. Yeah. So now I feel like Beckham's a little underrated because obviously everybody knows him as, like, this icon. And he was like, oh, yeah, he was, like, he was obviously, like, nowhere near some of the midfielders in his time. Like, he was still, like, he was still class. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I see a lot of hate for Beckham, but at the same time, it's it's weird hate just because, like, oh, he wasn't even that good. Like, no, he was good. He just wasn't Gerard, Lampard, and Skulls. But, um... He was clear. Didn't his son sign to Brentford? Yeah, yeah. He did. He yeah. plays in their academy. That's dope. Pretty sick, if I do say so. Southampton, they, they, they got some signings, man. I still think they're probably going to go down. But I think the signings that they got... Would probably go into championship with them to help them come back up. So I'm gonna give them a six point five. Sulemana and Alcaraz. Heard they're pretty good. Obviously, one of them came from Argentina, the other one came from France. So I'm not too familiar. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. They weren't afraid of spending big. I mean, they spent twenty million on a striker. They spent. Twenty-six million on a winger. They spent fifteen million on a CDM. They brought in Orsic, who's pretty good yeah, from Zagreb. Yeah, 
They brought in some class players. And honestly, under Nathan Jones, Southampton don't look that bad. I feel like a lot of these buys were almost knowing that you're going to get relegated and that you're replacing some of the bigger names that are going to leave. I'm not going to lie. I still have faith in Southampton to stay up. I want to, but they are... They're literally, they're literally a, a win away from being out of the relegation, so... Yeah, but I don't know. It's... Right now, they're definitely better than Everton. They're definitely better oh, yeah. than Bournemouth. I would Wolves say they're better than Wolves. Eh. I think they're better than Leicester right now. They're better than Leicester. Forest, they signed some good players, but let's be honest, they're going to they, drop. Yeah. They're still going to have to fight relegation. Southampton has what it takes, I think. Yeah, but... But we'll see. We'll see. That's the, that's the best part about watching Premier League football. You never know. You never know. You never fucking knew. But um, that was our ratings. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Took a bit longer than I expected, Loki. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was our ratings, as I've said three times already. <laughs> well, by the time this podcast goes up, we're not sure when. Well, it's going to be next Wednesday. Well, no, we know when the podcast is going up. Oh, It'll go up on the fucking 8th. Wednesday the 8th. Yes, it will. Um, We're recording this at the time. Thursday second. the 2nd. Um, we may or may not have our first ever YouTube video up on the channel. It will be linked in the link tree, which you can find on our social media, which is in the podcast description on all social media platforms. Yeah. So you should reach out to us. But they won't. As I said earlier, I'm active on Twitter now. We're active on TikTok. One a day minimum. We're going to be active on YouTube. We have the weekly podcast. Start connecting. Reach out to us. Share us with your friends and your family. And maybe if you want to come on the podcast, reach out. Send us a message, whether it's a Nah, you know what? Send us a direct message on the Twitter timeline. Comment on one of our Instagram or TikTok posts. And let us know why we should have you on. Yup. But until we speak to you next time, have a good one. Feliz Navidad. We've been the lenses. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) And we are out. (laughs) 